Welcome back to the More Than Different podcast with your hosts, Brendan and Colin McNamara. Back with another another episode. See, we're keeping these rolling. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm getting into a back in school for it's been two weeks now. So getting back into the flow of things, getting into a good, good little rhythm here. So not too many complaints on my end. So all things, all things considered, doing pretty well. But lovely. That's great to hear. It's great to hear. It's hard to complain about about uh where we are although it's gonna get a little colder this week it's only complaining but hey yeah right. i was just thinking that i know the weather around here has been that's why we live in that's why we live in new england we have we have jackets so we can't complain about it no yeah the weather's been super volatile this this winter it, it's just one day you're you're looking at high 50s i know the baseball team here at emerson had practice yesterday like gorgeous day and then you got this weekend, it's looking like negative seven, I think, is a low. So it is welcome to New England. There's a lot of people that I'm around every day that are not from around here. And so they, yeah, they just don't. About the weather, yeah, they just don't understand. But it has been an easier winter to navigate. I, until the COVID year. And I don't know if you felt this as well, but that was the first winter where I wasn't spending all my time in a gym because we weren't on a normal schedule. Access to certain places was hard to come by. So you were forced to kind of be at home and stay in your own little bubble. That was the first winter I really felt what people call seasonal depression a bit because it's dark, it's cold. You wake up in the dark, you go home in the dark. But I'm lucky, and I don't know if you've felt this too, but and now you're in your first kind of real winter not having a sport. But having been in a gym basically every winter my whole life, I think it's helped mitigate that because you don't even think about it. But I understand why people do deal with it. I don't know if that's something. Have you felt any kind of difference this year now that you're not in a gym all the time? No, not really. I mean, I'm in the office all the time now, so I don't have, I can't just go out all any time of the day I want. So I don't get as much experience outside during the weekdays, but uh, yeah, weather's the weather, man. I don't know. You can't really complain about it because you can't control it. So why waste energy worrying about that? Just, just might be a little colder. It might be a little darker, you know, so be it. Uh, I, uh, yeah, what's there to complain about? It's another day, another day to just make the most of it. What a response out of CMAC there. Kids not affected yeah. by it. I have a I have a topic today that I've, I've it's been lingering for a while. I'm, I'm want to get a blog post out about it as well, but I thought certainly a good topic to discuss on the pod is there is a lot of I'll just use like a season, for example. Currently in season, it started months ago. So you start kind of in October, but first game November and you reflect back, and we've talked about reflection a lot, and you look at all the highs and lows, and again, this can apply in all, you can kind of plug in any different example to to look at highs and lows that you reflect on over a long period of time, but I think we often harp on how we respond to lows, and then I think we'll talk about that a bunch, but also how, how do we respond to 
highs because I think sometimes you have these moments where you see glimpses of success or you get a small victory and all of a sudden the the biggest enemy of yourself can be complacency and it's something that I've become very aware of because even say I'll have a good game sometimes and my mind and my or my approach might change a little bit or I, I get a little insouciant and casual and it ain't long before you get humbled again and so I, I don't know what you think about that. And I, it's just not something people harp on. Everyone harps on how do you respond to the, the setbacks, the failures, et cetera. But how do you respond to the successes too? Yeah, I think, well, I think for starters, your biggest supporters are the ones that keep you level-headed that, that I think if when your head's starting to blow up, they'll tell you, hey, you're doing a good job, but make sure you come down to earth a little bit because you know, the worst type of person is someone who acts, you know, is a completely different person when everything's going their way. And then is the worst person and and grumpiest and angry when things aren't like, nobody wants to work with that. No one wants to be around that. It's the name of the game is consistency. So yeah, um, if you can keep, I mean, you're going to, you're going to maintain your job. You're going to, you're going to flourish. Everyone's going to want to be around you. If you're just consistent, it's just reliability. That's the name of the game. And, and I think it starts with just keeping, uh, keeping your poker face on, you know, in times of triumph and in times of, uh, you know, in times of disaster. So, you know, to an extent, but it starts with your poker face. And then from there, just making sure that, you're humbling yourself at the right time, but then at the same time, you're, uh, you're keeping your head high. Uh, so it's like kind of, it's like kind of opposite trends. Like when things are going your way, you want to make sure you're level-headed, but when things aren't going your way, you want to make sure you're boosting yourself up. Yeah. I like that. I was actually listening to a podcast recently and when we're feeling emotions or fears or anxieties, we often overthink and we doubt creeps in and what we're looking for in those moments of doubt or fear or anxiety is we're looking for someone to tell us you got this or it's going to be okay or, or don't worry. And so why don't we talk to ourselves that way? We, we talk to ourselves in such a critical and harsh way sometimes when we know what we want to hear. So why don't we just hear it from ourselves? I've started doing that when I'm feeling, and I'll just, I'll tap myself on my leg and just say, you got this, or or, don't worry, like be determined, be confident. And all of a sudden that, that fear or doubt or anxiety just vanishes. And so when you have those lows, of course, having the ability to boost yourself up, maintain, be even keel, but then also how, when you have those highs, knowing you might need to hear what you might hear from people around you. Hey, remember, don't get too ahead of yourself. Don't, don't get all cocky or arrogant and reminding yourself the same kind of thing, but why don't we speak to ourselves the way we want to be spoken to? I think that's a, something that people don't consider a lot. And it, 
it's an easy tool to just maintain that some some level headedness. Just keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the name of the game is keeping it pushing because. Um, <laughs> what else is the name of the game, baby? Name of the game is consistency, reliability, keeping it pushing. <laughs> what else is the name of the game? Yeah, we put on a t-shirt. It's the name. The name of the game's all the latter, baby. Um, we touch on a lot of this stuff and reiterate on it. I think the most important thing is understanding your foundation is yourself, leaning on yourself, your self-belief, your faith in kind of you being your biggest fan. That's a foundation. That's a strong foundation. And even if you don't have that, there's still always areas to, to grow. And then from there, the people around you will help uplift you and keep you level-headed and keep you on the right path. So we've talked about it. It's there's levels to it from staying even keel throughout the whole process. It depends on making sure you have the right people around you. I mean, think about it. The people that actually want the what's best for you are the ones that are going to tell you when you need to, yeah. yeah, when you need to pop the balloon in your head when it's getting too big and then you know when your head's down to pick your damn chin up because the people that really care and want what's best for you and happy for your wins that's that's when you know you really have something special what i want to say is to tie this kind of back to mtd is throughout the whole process and life cycle of the ups and downs and trying to stay level-headed is making sure you celebrate Celebrate the losses, celebrate the wins, because you're not going to have all these wins without all the losses. You're not going to have like all the dog days, as long as you know you're being consistent in your approaches and in in your day-to-day grind. Celebrate the times you're you're down bad, because I think in that sense, that self-talk or that self-celebration, even in a loss, that generates that strength to stay consistent and even keel. I agree. I I think that's where you build confidence. When you see yourself fall down, be broken, and you embrace it and recognize it in the moment, that's how you build confidence because you begin to see see yourself flourish and grow and blossom from the dirt, if you will. And and that's how you start to, you you start to eliminate these fears of facing hard things because you start to realize I can handle this. I got the confidence to handle whatever the determination, but that comes from, like you said, embracing and acknowledging in the moment when things are hard and not running away from them. Circle another pertinent topic that we've discussed with M- within MTD is I think when you fa- when you respond to highs, you respond to lows, what you're able to attribute your successes back towards is your routine and the rhythm you've got yourself in and in your lifestyle, your habits, which we talk about a lot. And when those are working, when those are stable and, and they feel fit for you and they work for you, then and you start to see them translating and creating wins in your life. When a loss comes, you know, you can lean on that. 
And when a wing comes, you know, you got to keep leaning on that. And so I think there's a tendency, we all have it when something goes wrong, you're like, oh, what did I do wrong? And then it's good to reflect and try to pinpoint the problem. But it also, it's good to remember that you, you can still lean on what your habits are, what your day to day, what your rhythm is, your routines. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel sometimes. I think we, we overthink that as well. And that can be our, our own biggest enemy. It's just overthinking when we, when we hit a road bump in whatever aspect. So that's something I wanted to, to mention. Yeah. And you sent me a video today or yesterday about um, Kobe when he was in high school, kind of giving an anecdote on his journey from when he was born to when he lived in Italy to with his dad when he was playing professional basketball in Italy to when he had to move back to the States and lived in Philly. And then he was at the point where he was trying to make a decision on whether he's trying to go to college or high school. And he pointed on the fact, he said, Hey, one of the most challenging aspects of, you know, being where I am is, is the fact that, right. Everyone's telling me, you know, what I should do, where I should go. I'm, you know, I'm this good. I'm yada, yada, yada. I'll have 45 points in the game last night. And, you know, my head's going to be blown up like a balloon because everyone's at the games and are saying, hey, this guy's the next Jordan because he's going to the league. Owns the last guy that came from high school that had all this talent. Um, and, you know, his support system, you know, his number one fans were his parents, but they weren't the ones after the game that were jumping on his back and saying, oh, yeah, you're going to the league. I need to be your agent, this, that, and the third. They're the ones that are saying, hey, good game. Your head's getting too big. Tone it down. You got another game to play. You're not Michael Jordan right now. You're not retiring from your 20-year NBA career. You're 18. Yeah. You're 16. You know what I mean? And then, and then the times where, right, all those people, you know, you don't play well and – Right. There's another guy who's out there that's stealing the show. Right. All those fans and people are going to gravitate towards that person now. But kind of that strong circle that is there to help you lift you up. Um, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. It is. Um, and now that you, you and, mentioned. And, but, the same, but at the same time, you know, I'll let you go. I'll let you go uh, right at this. The same time that can be yourself as well. It's, it, you know, it's harder, but at the same time, it can be yourself. Yeah, you're it, right. It, it is it, harder. It, 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 I like that. No, it is, it is challenging, but just to touch on that point, it is definitely easier to hear from other people. It feels more reassuring, but if you can find comfort and stability and just being able to reassure yourself and that be enough sometimes, because sometimes that's all there is. Not everyone's there for every moment and they can't be and they won't be. So you got to rely on, you got to be able to rely on yourself and uplift yourself. That is so important. And we don't think about it that way. We're always looking for the voice around us to tell us what we need to hear to galvanize us or ignite us. But sometimes you can just be the catalyst on your own. I think that's really important. And, and you mentioned basketball. I tell you, I'm so, I'm so glad I played basketball my whole life for myriad reasons, but one being it'll always humble you. 
because you're never the best. I can count a million examples where being my own town and, and I certainly am one of the better players, if not the best. And then you go over to the AAU world and, and you'll get humbled. And then you go from middle school to high school and you're like, ooh, humbled again. And then you start to go up the ranks. You get your head gets a little big. Then you go back to AAU. You, you, there's always someone out there who's, who's better than you and who will make you question, oh, geez, like, am I really that good? And that's a good thing. That's healthy. That that's that's what you got to go through. But it's forced me, and I'm sure you've dealt. I know you've dealt with the same thing. But it forces you to remind yourself again. Like, no, no, no. I'm I'm good. Like, I I don't need to doubt myself. I'm not going to question myself just because uh, I got at a low moment at some point, one point or another. Because. That's just you start to embrace that as part of the road. You're gonna have good games, you have bad games, you're gonna feel this small and you're gonna feel this big. But that is such a translatable lesson that I've learned just through sports, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate in any endeavor that they've put a lot of time into and have done competitively. Yeah, I mean, what I'll say is one of the most powerful skills kind of in any field, but definitely pertinent to sports is confidence. So I will say that the no matter how many reps you get, if you don't have confidence, you don't have much. And even if you do, you know, that sense of humble, what is humbled, right? It, is that a sense of where you, it makes you question your prior you know what you think about yourself is that when you get humble is that when you say hey maybe i'm not as good as i think i am um i think you know that when you well when you start to say you're getting humbled it's like that person you know whoever is humbling you or you know whatever has made you question any aspect of your work is kind of it it's like sucking power out of you right that's you want it the big the greatest skill to have is just the utmost confidence and if someone walks into a room chest out and just starts spewing right you're gonna believe them because it's it's the way that they talk it's the way that it's the way that they speak to you with this confidence they can they can say that massachusetts is in germany and if they say it with enough conviction, I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah, you'll start Germany. to call, you'll you know Google it and say, shit. Yeah, are we, but, are yeah, but if you think but then if you think about it, it's someone else who comes up to the podium and it might be world class statistician who's trying to tell you, you know, that the world's gonna end because of some data points. You know, bad example, but just an but something that is factual and if if they're here like talking like this you're not you're, like you're not going to remember you're not going to believe it you're going to have no confidence you're going to want to hear the other guy again all right yeah. or the other woman so the point is is that confidence is is the ultimate skill and that comes from work but if you have that and then all of a sudden you doubt yourself because you might have had an off game or someone might have played better than you i guarantee you it's because they came out because they didn't care they didn't care how good you were. They just had the confidence in themselves. They're like, doesn't matter to me what, you, what 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 
what you bring to the table. I'm so confident in myself that I don't care. You know what I mean? So that is the greatest power you can have is confidence in yourself. And yep. it's the name of the game, with, right? Yeah. That, that, that might be another name of the game. I think that might be the fourth name of the game today. Yeah, that's the fourth name of the game of the day. But certainly you're right. And I, like I said earlier, confidence, a lot of it comes from seeing yourself struggle and then watching yourself flourish. You see yourself at a low point and you watch yourself grow and evolve. And then you reflect back and you say, wow, I handled that. I, I pushed through that. I got through that. I overcame that. That's where confidence rooted in because then when we lack confidence, what's the opposite of confidence, doubt, fear, right? And so when those, when confidence is faced with those feelings, they say, I got it. Cause whatever emotion comes after this, whether I win or I lose, or it's a high outcome or a low outcome, I'll handle it and I'll deal with it. Cause my confidence will get me back from the bottom, back to the top. And that I think is, is why embracing the lows is so important. Like you said, and also of course, when the high comes, just staying, staying peaceful, staying, understanding that another low is coming at some point. So don't get too high and don't get too low. It's yeah. cliche, but it, it's, it is as true as anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, self-doubt is like, it's the ultimate enemy. Uh, I, I would say sometimes fear can be your greatest asset because, yeah. you know, fear is, fear can really drive motivation, you know, maybe in a, maybe in a, you know, base in the basis of a negative way, but it can really light a fire under your ass. But Big at the time. same time, at the same time, if everything you're doing is based off of fear and doubt, that's that's a, you know, that competition is greater than any, any person, any competition in, the, in any industry you're losing to self-doubt. Um, like, you know, with respect to just your skill and capability and whatever you're doing. Um, and even if you're not doing the best work, if you're sitting there and you're saying, and you just have faith and confidence in you and your best friends, your work ethic, then yeah, the world's in the palm of your hands. The world is it really is. That, that can stop you. I mean, think about it. When you're when you're in a room and you're working with a team, do you want to work with a bunch of people that defer to others that you know aren't as confident in their word? Or are you are you want to work with the guy that's or work with the woman that's sitting there and saying, No, like I got this. Yeah. Like get on, on my back. Ladder. Yeah, get on my back. I got us. Yeah. You know what that is? That's the name of the game. That's the name, That's of, the name the of the fucking game. That's okay. the name of the game. When, when the sea is rumbling and shit hits the fan, being able to still have that, that poker face and say, yeah, we're yeah. good. We got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. What I think, what I think is you can be your best friend and your worst enemy is your work ethic. And you need to decide which avenue that it's been into in your why can, why why your worst enemy because if you have a poor work ethic then oh well, i thought a work ethic insinuates you have it that's i mean work ethic you need to 
create work ethic. Yeah, you need to create a strong work ethic. You can have no work ethic. You can be lazy. But I, I guess in the sense of how motivated you are and what you love and whatever level your work ethic is, if all of those things are parallel and concurrent and all pointing in the same direction, then you have something special. You have a really strong base that can guide you to very, very cool places that you've never seen before. And that, and that's something that we're trying to go to, but at the same time, we're also trying to get aligned with our work ethic, our motivation and, uh, and our vision. So, um, and, and that's, that's what we're here to do. And, and Jesus, listen to like Stephen A. Smith talk about kind of him starting a podcast and going three days a week and hearing and like, you don't really see that that often where a guy who's on TV five days a week comes out of the podcast three days a week. And look, another book that's, we haven't really talked about books, but he's got a book that yeah, memoir, straight shooter, straight shooter. Um, on his life. I haven't read it yet. That's something I definitely want to, to throw on maybe in the headphones or just read on my way to work. But um, yeah, that guy's a legend. He's definitely turned into a huge motivation on my end to, uh, you know, pursue, you know, any type of area with where, you know, your voice needs to be important and, and kind of any type of communications aspect of, of, of this, of this world in this industry. Yeah. Stephen A, the absolute epitome of more than different as authentic as they come on on television and his personality can, and charisma, you can say anything and I'll believe it. Yeah, yep. His confidence and conviction is admirable. And by the way, man, does he have a terrific vocabulary, which we have discussed as a essential asset in your life to have a, a, a reliable lexicon and something you can lean on. And Man, he's ambitious. Like to start a podcast, of course, three days a week. He's he's doing some new. What is it? Stephen A's world. He's he's got a show, and then he does uh, the live cam during some of the NBA games. Not to go on a just fandom of Stephen A, but hey, what do you say? Name of the game. One of the name of games is consistency. Talk about consistency, and that that is a name of the game where we haven't mastered within the within the brand, but we're, we're working on it. And step one is being aware of all these things because then you can pinpoint them, but being able to articulate them and recognize them is, is so important because then you can apply and replicate and just repeat. Yeah, exactly. It's just the name of the game. The name of the game. Uh, the pod needs to become the name of the game. Uh, that's actually not bad. Yeah, a little new section, new, uh, what do we call it? New edition of pod. Name of the game, episode what? one, consistency. No, I think it should just be the name of the game. The more than different podcast. Ooh, name of the game. I don't, I like that. I like that. The core could Yeah, that's not bad. Season. Let's put that on. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watching the YouTube videos, but I got my authentic, not perfect things glistening in the light right now. Oh, wow. This is no joke. This is true. This is no joke. Authentic, not perfect. We haven't talked too much about it. Sorry, I'm not talking to the mic here, but um, 
authentic, not perfect. I mean, what we're touching on here is, is, you know, has a lot to do with authenticity. Um, just the cons- consistency in itself is authentic. Uh, being resilient is authentic. Uh, being even keel, being re- you know, being the same person you are day in, day out. That's authenticity. If you're right, like we said, how, how do you stay even keel through the highs and lows? If you're one person when everything's going your way and another person when it's not, that's not authentic. And that's not going to carry well in a lot of, in any aspect of your life. Um, you got to be able to roll with the punches and then you also got to be able to throw the punches at the same time. Yeah. So, um, and that's an analogy that doesn't mean throw punches, but you know, that means throw, that means still literal, like you know, figurative punches. Just a quick blurb, authentic, not perfect. We've got merch out. We have t-shirts, hoodies. Make sure you go check that out on mtdlifestyle.com. Now that domain might change soon, but Hey, go check that website out. mtdlifestyle.com. All right. Well, that should about wrap up this episode. We will be back weekly with another one we'll see if we follow through with the name of the game <laughs> edition but geez maybe we'll just call this uh maybe we just name that the episode today <laughs> name of the game name but of the game. thank you for all our listeners uh share this with a friend share this with anyone who you think could could benefit from hearing what we're saying we don't have a million listeners but our goal is to reach as many people with what we're saying. We're not saying this for our health. <laughs> we're saying this to, to help others and to help ourselves, frankly, help ourselves, help others and make a difference and, and try to just articulate things that we all go through and are navigating in our, our daily lives. But sometimes we just need a reminder. So again, share this pod. There's all kinds of, episodes for people that I think everyone could benefit from. Uh, I know I go back and listen to what we have to say, because when we're thinking about and coming up with ideas for the podcast and, and what more than difference all about, it helps me grow and helps me become aware as we're going. It's not like I had this all figured out for a long time. I'm, I'm figuring it out. We're figuring it out. So share with a friend, share with a loved one, MTD of the moon. Let's keep it rolling. See. Oh, yeah. All right. Peace. Peace.